Ah, ah. Main man Saunders. This is the Selly Oak crew, Birmingham. 0121. Yes. Uh, this goes out to a man like Harry Kane, fam. Harry Kane. Ah. Uh, Hello, I'm Bree McGinn and welcome to Action Replay Extra Time. I'm joined here by Ender Carl, Ian Brennan and Danny Quinn and we are here to discuss the upcoming Crucial Crunch World Cup qualifier between the Republic of Ireland and Wales in Dublin on Friday. How are we? Are we confident, lads? How 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 do we feel about this? Uh, it's at home, which makes me kind of confident. But then again, we've got so many injured players. Uh, I yeah, I'd be happy with the draw. I'd say out of this one. And uh, you were saying to me earlier, uh, earlier in the week that you're looking for blood. You want the three points. With these in new injuries, do you change that that vision? I know a win would be lovely, but do we have to be realistic? We do have to be real- realistic, but um, there's. We're going out to play for a draw. That's what's going to happen. We have to be. We have to just look at it that way. We're going out to play for a draw. But I'm just what what I was trying to say earlier on the week is, we shouldn't have this thought that we have to go out and play for a draw against Wales. We're a better side now. We're not mediocre anymore. We don't actually need to play for draws anymore. We should be going out to win the game. And if we can get three points, that's what we should be doing. But a draw. Saying that though, a draw would be a good result. Danny, you know. If they do get the draw, it's it is it is it is a good result as Ender's saying because if Serbia at home, they've Austria at home. Fair enough, they have the tough trip to Georgia, which people might laugh at. It is a very t- difficult journey o- over to across Europe to, and it's never an easy game. Is a draw? Would you be delighted with a draw, or, or would you be disappointed because they're at home against a rival who are their four points clear of in the table? I know I'd be very happy with the draw to be honest because Wales are a tough, organised team and they have like three upper class. Uh, like top division players in Ashley Williams, Aaron Ramsey, and Gareth Bale. Like so, if we they have like the superstar names that we in Ireland don't really have, they're really well organised. We saw by him getting to the semi finals of the Euros. So I think uh, a draw, despite the fact it is at home, with the injuries we have, it would be an excellent result. In the team, when we fantastic result over in Austria, uh, that night was Randolph, Coleman, Duffy, Clark, Brady, Whedon, Hendrick, Arthur, Hulahan, McLean, and Walters. They're going to be without Duffy, Clark, Brady, uh, Arthur, and Hulahan. That's five out of that's basically yeah. ha- essentially half the team. Uh, it's ha- it's half the outfield players anyway. Uh, who do you think is going to slip in? Who's going to deputise? Um, we, I think we could see a completely. We probably will see a completely fresh centre back partnership, and it's gonna it's gonna be massively important that um, O'Neill, whoever he chooses to put in there, he gets them to working together in training constantly because their partnership, especially against the likes of Gareth Bale, you need to be organised against uh, Gareth Bale. So that'll be that'll be key. I can see maybe Andy Boyle stepping in there. Probably John O'Shea. Maybe. Just for that little bit of experience factor as well. Um, for midfield, uh, Hulahan's a big loss. He was in the squad until like yesterday or whatever. Mm-hmm. He got taken out. Um, I, know, a lot, I know a lot of people say he doesn't start home games anyway, but um, Hulahan, who I'd replace with him... Or who I who um I'd use to replace him. Well, they have they have a wheel and, and they have they have uh they they also have probably McCarthy and yeah. they have Hendrick. McCarthy, they've Hendrick. I think. Well, if Ma- McCarthy is a doubt as well, I think 
Who who else could there be? There could David Myler's the big one that they think might slip in there. Yeah, Myler's a good show. I'd say Hendrick. You could maybe drop Hendrick a little bit deeper. But the the type of player that Hulahan is, uh, he's more creative. He's more attacking minded. I'd be tempted to put McGeady in there, yeah. because McGeady's been playing. Uh, you can play in centrally, you can play him out wide, whatever. I'd like to see him play centrally. Sometimes I think they line out with Hulan on the left on, on some occasions and he does come back in, so I, don't, I, yeah. I, I see that, that that could happen. We might see Daryl Horgan, who's gotten off to a flyer in his in his new team. He has, and I would like to see him play, definitely. Um, he could he could do a job on the left. He's a, he's a left-sided player, naturally, so him playing on the left would, would make perfect sense and the, the centre back partnership we have John O'Shea is he is he past it though he's he, like he's not, he's not doing us Sutherland any favours by any means at, the, at near the foot of the table uh, and then Richard Kyo, uh Danny said to us earlier who we'll get to it could be a derby partnership with Alex Pearson Richard Kyo. Do, th- do you think John O'Shea gets the nod just because of his leadership I think he will get the nod simply because he has the experience at the, at the big levels in these big games and he I, I can't see him putting Andy Boyle in there. It would be a bit of a shock to me if he did put Andy Boyle in there. But then again, he has changed up the, the squad a lot in the past few years. I mean, a lot of people didn't didn't think Richard Kew would actually get in there at all. Kieran Clarks came, came in and they didn't see that happening. Andy Boyle could do a job. Uh, I, I agree with Danny. I mean, it would make sense to have Alex Pearson and, and Kew playing together since they are partners. But... I, and I think Andy Boyle, if you're bringing in anybody new into the defence, it should be Andy Boyle coming in because he, he does have that bit of bit of spark in him. He he, he knows his positioning's good and he's fast too and you kind of need a bit of pace. John O'Shea does not have pace. Danny, the formations is always going to be the probably the big one. If we if we knew the formation, we probably could. It'd be easier a job to guess what the team would be. But you have an interesting theory of McLean might be dropping in, into the centre of midfield. He could do a job in the centre midfield because he's so compa- uh, combative and like he's tenacious at tracking back. If like if Bale's playing, Bale's likely playing be right or centrally. So I think McLean would be tenacious to like go after Bale, like just for lack of a better word, hit Bale, like you know, just like make him play. <laughs> hit him. Like you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see McLean start uh, centrally because he's so he's such a direct player, and I don't think the Welsh would like someone as direct with pace and like dribbling abilities run that I would I would be inclined to agree with Danny to be honest though uh, you're you're putting uh, I, I wouldn't put McGeady in, in centrally I'd definitely put McLean in centrally before I put McGeady in there he's going to work back he's going to he's going to get forward he, he can he, he has passing ability he, he's not as inconsistent as McGeady and I, I just think McGeady even though he's flying in the Champions at, at the minute he doesn't have that bite to actually play centrally as a midfielder Ian, who what what do Wales bring to the table? I know Bale is the obvious. They went on such a such a good run. Apart from Bale, we could go on and talk about Bale yeah. for ten minutes. What else do they have? That, yeah, that well, that is that is the reason why they're doing so well is because everyone does go on and talk about Bale for about ten minutes as if he's the only player that causes danger. I mean, they've got Sam Vokes who scored at the weekend against Arsenal. He's or uh, not against Arsenal. He scored he scored against Arsenal at some stage, but he's. He's too, he's playing well for Burnley. He's a danger. He's a danger up front with his physicality and aerial ability. Um, they've got Aaron Ramsey, one of the better creator play, creative players in in the Premier League, and at the back they've got Ashley Williams, who's a, just a born leader and a great defender as well. You saw in the Euros, he refused to go off the play. Uh, he refused to go off the pitch. He only though he only had one working arm. And the uh, cult hero Joe Allen, are you a fan? 
I am a fan. Great beard. Great, <laughs> great, great hair. Um, good midfielder. Solid midfielder. Has improved immensely since he left. Uh, left Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he He's become this cult hero, as you call him. But he is a dangerous player. And like, like Ian said... All these players that Wales actually have are going unnoticed because of Bale and um, Joe Allen does pull the strings a lot for Wales. We saw him in the Euros. He does it. He does it week in, week out in the Premier League. He has it, the potential to cause Ireland damage, which is another reason why I would like to see McLean playing because McLean's going to be pushing up on him as well as getting back. He he his role kind of changed when he moved to Stoke, Joe Allen. It was at Liverpool. It was playing much deeper and sideways passing and he. They were kind of relying him to start a tempo that he couldn't really get going. He, but he doesn't like that. He likes to dribble now, move forward, and and he he likes to spread that ball along from 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 wing to wing as well. He likes to be that connector from from maybe Arnautovic to Walters for for yeah as an example. Yeah, and he does like a similar job for Wales. He did it during the Euros. Um, he was responsible. He he was responsible for getting the ball to Ramsey or Bale, like the key key players. And he took a lot of the creative roles, such as dribbling and getting into the box on himself. I think he always played better for Wales than he did for Liverpool. I think he was allowed to just, just he had allowed more freedom for Wales than he was for Liverpool. And Liverpool, he was uh, just trying, as you say, to dictate the tempo, perhaps do a wee bit of defensive work. But now, when you have someone like Joe Ledley, uh, playing like most likely playing in midfield alongside him, like Ledley would be the boy to allow um Alan to use, just be a bit more creative, get on the ball more. And just slightly just alleviate his defensive duties, and especially when he has some uh, Ramsey as well. He's a good high energy footballer, so it lets Allen do less running. Although he's like he does he does his fair shift, but it gets allows him to get on the ball because uh, Ramsey and Ledley will do a lot of the running around the park for him, and he has good quality to pass it to as well. And Gareth Bale to like make him. It's all right, yeah. <laughs> he kind of does finishes off maybe some erratic passes. Bale's gonna get on the end of it with his with his speed and pace. Going back to Ireland though, and all this this injury crisis that has been widely publicised. Ian, who's the biggest loss? I think Hullahan. Hullahan, like the creative talent, like we saw in the Euros again with the the pass to Brady against Italy. You know, just to look up that split second, look up and see the pass. He's gonna be a great. He's gonna be a big loss definitely, and. It'll it'll be hard to find someone to replace that type of player because we don't have many of them in Ireland. End up, I th- I would agree with with Ian on that. Uh, maybe maybe Brady as well. I mean, he's kind of he's he got the Player of the Year award uh, a couple of nights ago. He has been Ireland's standout player. Just thank the Lord Seamus Coleman didn't pick up an injury really because <laughs> yeah. if you're th- if you're talking about the three th- Ireland's three best players is Wes Houlihan, Robbie Brady, and Seamus Coleman, and two of them are out injured. So it's going to be a tough task. I'd say Brady as well, or perhaps even Shane Duffy, because Shane yeah, Duffy has a bit of pace at the back there that we're sorely lacking at the minute. But I think Brady is the big one there. He could he could have played uh, centrally as well, especially with the midfield uh, being such a shambolic state at the minute with injuries. Ireland sit on the table. They're on they're on ten points. Uh, behind them is Serbia in eight, Wales with six, Austria four, and then Georgia two, and Moldova who did get a point. Is it is it, what what does a loss mean to Ireland? Let's hypothetically speaking, we're, let's try and not bring some negative, uh, in hoodoo or, or voodoo, I should say, uh, with them. But what if what if a loss does happen to Ireland? 
Uh, Serbia are travelling to Georgia. They might drop points, but it's possible. We, we, we'll presume that they win. And of course, Austria are playing Moldova, I think, at home. So they're going to get the three points. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. So that would mean that if if they do lose, Wales would be one behind. Serbia will take take the lead with one, and Austria would be back in it with seven. Uh, is 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 it? A, uh, what, what 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 does the loss mean for Ireland? We're actually in a really good position. I did like I think a lot of us will say here we did not expect to be top of the table after four <laughs> matches. Uh, so uh, the funny thing is, a loss here would not be the end of the world. It would be a poor result, obviously, a loss at home against one of your big rivals. But it wouldn't be the end of the world. We have uh, we have matches like I said, Serbia going away to uh, going away to Georgia. That that would be a surprisingly tough game for them. And I mean. We've we've done the hard work against Austria away. We just need to replicate that at home and top two uh top two places get at least playoffs, so And if Daryl Horgan does get on the pitch, miss he he might start, but if he more than likely does come on off the bench, what does that mean for League of Ireland? Is that is that a step in the right direction that they're they're starting to get some success out of their players going going abroad? It is and it isn't. It's it's kind of uh a middle finger to the League of Ireland in some ways because it's saying Daryl Horgan wasn't good enough to play for Ireland when he was at Dundalk, but suddenly now he's playing for See, a championship side. I just, yeah. He's he's good enough. Uh, he was good enough when he was playing for Dundalk, there's no doubt about that, but that's why Martin O'Neill was hesitant in picking him, and there's, there's no denying that. But I think Horgan is a player that should be getting a getting a starting position very soon in the Ireland squad, especially with Houlihan. Houlihan's not a young not a young not a young guy anymore. Uh Horgan has that creative spark that Ireland need to replace once Houlihan goes. You think he's the deputy? I, I agree with you. I think if you're scoring goals against Zenit St. Petersburg and, and you're you're scoring regularly in League of Ireland, you're scoring in all these qualifiers and, and Europe League games, I think you are you are certainly Certainly good enough. It's a bit like Musa Dembele at Celtic. I mean, he's he's over thirty goals. He's playing against dirt, but he still has over thirty goals. And you can only do that in front of what you're. You can only score against the opposition opposition that's put in front of you. Daryl Horgan was doing that last year, and he was doing it against Zenit away. That's it. The fact he's yeah. been doing it in Europe, you could say in the League of Ireland he's untested. But once he's been played a bit of European football, and he's been clearly good enough for that level of football. You have to put them in the squad. Then. How many Irish players can say they've scored a goal in Europe? That's that's currently playing right now. <laughs> how, how many play, how many players in general can say they scored a goal in Russia? Exactly. Um, Aidan McGeady. Aidan McGeady. Um, obviously, it's been a rough week in from a James McLean perspective, Danny. You know the the passing of, of such a figure for him. You know whether you like him or not, and whatever happened with Martin McGuinness, he was a big part of James McLean's life. And certainly Ryan McBride at Derry City, he'd be close, very close to the club. He knows the players very well, and he's he's, he's very much rooted to the city of Derry. Is for a man who plays with you know he plays with his heart on his sleeve. Uh, sometimes nearly goes overboard. Is there a risk of him maybe being too emotionally charged? Of course, there is a risk for him. Like especially as you say, he's a heart on his sleeve player. Like he comes on, he makes some tough tackles. He's made a name for himself for doing it. That would be a slight concern of mine once he's playing. Like he's a he's actually asked to wear the number five jersey uh, in honor of Ryan McBride, um, so like you can see this means this means a lot to him. And if it can go one of two ways, he's going to be either supercharged up and he's going to have a terrific performance, or he could get sent off inside ten minutes. 
it would be a risk, but with James McLean on his day, there's not an Irish winger that can like compete with compare with his directness and his ability to get after a fullback and his defensive capabilities as well, especially with Steve Ward playing at left back. If Gar Bales down that right wing, that's going to be a target area for Wales to exploit. So with the the work tenacious work rate that McLean has, I I'd like to see him start. Because you look at the polling game uh, at home last year or two years ago even. And it was the tackle in, in midfield when he came on off the bench that some may say he should have seen red, it was so reckless, but that was what Ireland needed when they were 1-0 down and Shane Long got the goal in extra time. It's 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 that those, those those sparks that maybe sometimes Ireland lack. We saw against Georgia, they were really lacking a spark at, in that game at home. They won 1-0. Is that what James McLean, is that why he's so important to this Ireland side? Oh, definitely. He's such a change of pace, whether he be starting or coming off the bench. Because that's one thing lacking in the Irish setup. Someone who is like speedy and gets after the fullback. I mean, like Jonathan Walters is most is the fellow most likely to be starting on the right wing. He's not exactly a fullback's nightmare. Shane Long is quick, but he's not a great dribbler of the ball. Uh, Jeff Hendrick is good with the ball at his feet. He can get past players. But he plays too deep. He plays too deep, and he's not lightning quick either. McLean has the attributes to absolutely terrorize the fullback and put in quality crosses into the box. And then once he combined his ability and like his willingness to track back and tackle, I think he's a key player for Ireland. Are you are you anxious of this team selection, or do you think this there's not that many players that it's 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 going to pick itself? Are you are you worried that maybe Martin O'Neill might take a risk and start someone with an inexperience, or would you like to see something that you know we have we're such low on on resources in in terms of players? What the hell? Let's throw in Daryl Horgan. Let's throw in Andy Boyle. Um, it would be a curveball. It'd be something Wales definitely aren't expecting, and you know that could go one of two ways. You know, it could go inexperienced, don't know what to do, or it could be you know Wales haven't prepared for this, especially with Daryl Horgan. But I think it depends what formation O'Neill wants to go with. I think that's what's going to that's what's going to pick the formation. I mean, whatever formation you choose, four three three, that'll probably pick itself. Or if you want to go four 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 two, that'll probably pick itself as well. But it's. The formation will depend a lot for both sides, whether Wales go five at the back or four at the back or whatever as well. Martin has he's shown and like a willingness to change up the team in the past. I mean, like in the Euros after we got trounced by Belgium, he put in um, such an attacking side. Is a very attacking side. He had Richard Kyo and Shane Duffy in at centre backs, even though they hadn't they weren't starting to the first two matches. Uh, he only played one hole in the fielder and James McCarthy, who was excellent. And it worked really well against Italy, but unfortunately, um, Duffy got really, really exposed in Fran- against France. Hmm. So, like, he has shown willingness to change things up, and it has worked and like backfired on O'Neill before. So, it wouldn't surprise me if there was if there was some risk taken. I'll admit, I was angry with that Italy team. I thought it was too attacking, and you should hold out for sixty minutes. And and I wrote a Facebook page, and everyone laughed at me because we won. But uh, I was happy that I was wrong. But uh, end the. In a way, we've seen James McCarthy struggle uh, when he's playing alongside Glenn Whelan. A lot of people say he's playing the same role as Glenn Whelan, but there's two of them. Uh, and as we said, he just went with J- James McCarthy against Italy and he was out- absolutely outstanding. Are you kind of nearly... We, we don't want to wish any player not, 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 not playing fit, but do you think Ireland might be better off without James McCarthy if they don't, if they don't have those two players essentially playing the same role? I think we'd be better off without Glenn Whelan than James McCarthy. Um yeah, you are right though. Once you once you unleash him from this the the shackles you have with him uh, playing two defensive midfielders at the one time, the, the something seems to happen. He just seems to come out of himself more. He's let he's more forward moving. He 
his passes aren't sideways or backwards or forward. He's actually getting tackles and he seems to actually have more freedom when Glenn Whelan's not playing. Um, so I'd actually rather see James Mc- James McCarthy playing by himself rather than uh, Glenn Whelan playing by himself. Because if you have James McCarthy and then, then you have Hendrick alongside him, you have that defensiveness and you have that creative side because Hendrick was outstanding in the Euros. And he he kind of he kind of like walks. It's like walking the dog. He kind of carries the ball up up the pitch. He, he gains the yards. It kind of in a rugby sense. He he just gains yards, and that's probably what Iron. That's missing. all you want. You just want them out of your half. If even if if especially if you're going for the draw, you just don't want the opposition in your half. Get it out of there. If you're just holding on to the ball, it's grand. I think James McCarthy is better off by himself than with Glenn Whelan. I think we've had enough kind of dissecting the team. I'm going to go around and I want you to give me the formation and your starting 11. Ian, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I'll go 4-3-3. Randolph, Coleman, uh, O'Shea. I'm going to say Richard Kyo, uh, Stephen Ward. Uh, McCarthy. Oh, this is, yeah, we'll this say is it as if McCarthy's fit. Yeah, we'll yeah, say yeah if, McCar- if McCarthy's fit, he'll start. If not, it'll be Whelan. Um Oh God! How many? What are the other midfielders in there? We have uh, Glenn Whelan, Aidan McGeady, Jeff Hendrick, Robbie Bray. Oh no, sorry, Connor, Connor Horahan, David Myler, Eunan O'Kane, James McLean, Jonathan Hayes, Daryl Horgan, Callum O'Dowda. Right. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be Whelan sitting deeper, and then I'm gonna say Hendrick, and I'm gonna say I, he could put McLean in the centre. Uh, I reckon McGeady will be on the left. And I reckon Walters will be on the right and Shane Long up front. Ender? I'm going to go for... Uh, wait, are we going for the team we'd like to see or the team that we think will play? What do you think Martin O'Neill is going to pick? Uh, you I, can say your, your team you'd like to see, say I'm, after. I'm going to go for a 4-3-3. This is what Martin O'Neill is picking, isn't it? This is what Martin O'Neill is picking. Darren Randolph, Seamus Coleman, Richard Keogh, John O'Shea, Stephen Ward. Then you have McCarthy, defensive... Um, Jeff Hendrick and McLean playing just just in front of them to the right and left. Then you have Jonathan Walters right, Shane Long in the middle, and Aidan McGeady at left. That's that's the side that I, I think Martin O'Neill will go for. Um, we'll come back to you with what you what you would like to see. Danny? Uh, I think they'll go 4-4-2. That'll turn into a 4-5-1 when we don't have the ball. Uh, Randolph in goal. Um, Coleman, I think O'Shea will start, but I'd like to see Pierce starting alongside Richard Keogh and Stephen Ward at left back. Uh, then I think you're going to have Glenn We or if McCarthy's fit, McCarthy should start. Uh, Jeff Hendrick and Myler playing as to on the right, but not as a right winger, if you know what I mean. A right midfielder, right kind of. Yeah, yeah, the old-fashioned. Yeah. And then we have McLean starting on the left wing with Walters and Long up top, but when Ireland don't have possession, Walters will shift out to the right. I'm going to mm. go... Uh, kind of the four three three again. Randolph and goal. Coleman, uh, Kyo, and I'm gonna go John O'Shea just because it, it's gonna it's experience. I think he's gonna pick him. Uh, Stephen Ward. He's had an outstanding season for for Burnley. I thought he should have got man of the match against Chelsea in the one all draw. Robbie Brady got it, so I'm not too angry about that. Uh, I think he's gonna go if if James McCarthy is fit. I think he's still gonna go the two. I he he keeps doing it, so I don't know why he would change with Glenn Whelan as well, and. Jeff Hendrick, not in the 10, but more a little bit more advanced. 
Uh, and then on the left, he's going to go with McLean. And I think on the right, he's going to go with Walters and up front, Shane Long. But if if James McCarthy doesn't start, I think just by going by what happened when uh, Glenn Wiener went off injured against Austria, they brought on Myler. So I think Myler will, will start if that was a result of James uh, McCarthy's injury. Uh, Enda, you wanted a team that you would love to see starting. A team that I would love to see starting is... A four four two, but it's a it's a four. It's a hybrid. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hybrid four four two. It's a four one one two two. Four, okay, one, yeah. If you get me, or yeah, four yeah, one yeah. like three an, two. Yeah, like an okay. anch- yeah, like an anchorman. And an so we have at number one, Gary Brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Darren Randolph, Seamus Coleman, Richard Kyo. I'd like to see Andy Boyle in there. And Stephen Ward, that's my defenders. James McCarthy playing defensive midfield. Jeff Hendrick just in front of him. To the left, you have... <laughs> to the left, you have Daryl Horgan. To the mm-hmm. right, you have Aidan McGeady. And up front, you have Shane Long and... Uh, Big John. Oh, jeez, no. Kevin Doyle. James McLean. <laughs> James oh, McLean up top. Up top. He scored against Austria playing as a... Centre kind of... Centre. Yeah, scored from the left channel, False though. nine. He is. Uh, that's that's the team I would pick. I tell you what, though, I'd rather have Johnny Walters start than Shane Long. Johnny Walters always pops up with a goal for him yeah. in a key yeah, situation at home. Always does. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon if you if you yeah if you start him and Long up front, kind of little and large, that 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 could work well. I I'm pretty happy. I I'd like to. I think the team. I wouldn't like to see McCarthy and Whelan starting, and if if McCarthy is not fit. It it'll make my the job easier, Myler in starting with it. I the team I think that Martin O'Neill sh- should pick. I I'd be really happy. That's be the the one I I'd want to go. Finally, before we call it quits here, I want a score prediction. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with my heart and say two on Ireland. I'm gonna say one nil Wales. <laughs> oh. I'm going to sit on the fence and say this is going to be a scoreless draw. Two teams that will set up to defend well, be nah. organised, and be a boring match to watch. It's a one-all draw for me. It's going to oh, yeah. So go, no, no, you go, you go with your prediction first. It's a one-all draw for me. It's uh, Bale and Walters with the goal. I think Walters might score first, and we'll we'll sit back and invite pressure, and I think Bale will break us down. Can I make a point before we finish? You can. I wanted to say this earlier, but I couldn't get it in. <laughs> when Danny was chatting about um, Ledley. How Welsh is John Ledley? Or, or yeah, Joe or Joe Ledley? Joe Ledley so yeah. How Welsh is he? Like, he's the big beard, <laughs> beard. so muscly. Yeah, do you think he took over Mile Yedinac like when he was that? That was yeah, the kind of yeah. look that Mile Yedinac. I mean, he's just a fair lot of Crystal like Palace fans probably wouldn't have noticed the difference. No, <laughs> no he's no. like John Hartson. You couldn't all. you couldn't think of a more Welsh person than John Hartson. No, you couldn't. And Joe Ledley's up there. I mean, he's just. It's just well, so see, Welsh. It's like, it's a good-looking Welsh and a bad-looking Welsh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to leave it at that anyway. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Ian and, uh, and Danny for joining us at Action Replay Extra Time. That's unfortunately all we have time for. And Action Replay is cancelled tomorrow due to the intervarsities. But you can listen to this. This will be a shortly edited version in that intervarsity podcast throughout the day. But we'll have a long-form long, f- long form interview later, probably tomorrow before the game. Bye for now. <laughs>